What's in the queue? 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 When I was, I don't know, six to eight, somewhere in there, I had a crop top airbrush unicorn and then it was like fringed at the bottom with, with like the, the plastic beads on yes. it Ooh, the, my favorite. the giant stack well it's buried it's buried back up in the crafts section yeah. of the closet now but like yeah no uh the kiddo was she and i were making bead art earlier today yes. so like yes no i know exactly and it was like beads. just like those yes. beads yes yeah. as you can see i've made a jade a fake jade kitty yes. cat bracelet for myself. Oh, I did fit, but it was not a unicorn. It was a kitty cat. I just Even remember. Better. Yeah. Because that was like prime Lisa Frank time. Yeah. No, because there was a time when it was kitty cats. Yes. Like kitty cats, leopards, lions, things like that. Yes. Like all, all of the, Leopard the hearts. cat families. Yeah. yeah. Now it's unicorns. Yeah. Which I'm fine with. And do you remember like, I'm sure they, I don't know. Do they still have like the trapper keepers? Like the. Allegedly. I, I did. I did recently see a kid with a trapper keeper, <gasps> but it wasn't a cool one. I had like a Lisa Frank one and it had like oh, the yeah. Velcro flap and it was like that plastic, oh, yeah. but it like, mm, the, Prob- smelling that plastic. Probably oh, gave so you some cancer. Like, yeah. Yeah. Definitely. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the memory. And like the puffy stickers. Do you remember those? Yes. Um. So my cousin, and I got to ask if she happens to maybe still have it. She literally had a sticker book <gasps> of like sticker and it smelled so good. Yeah. I'm I smells like I love like when you walk in to like a older elementary school and it still smells like elementary school when you were a kid or like church even. Like um, there's that smell of like the hymnal books, like No, okay. It's so a smell and it smells so good. A coworker is letting me borrow this book that was printed in the sixties. Um it's it's a nineteenth century philosophy book but it was printed in the 60s and it's that smell it is and like so i will be there at work and i don't think anyone has seen me yet but i'll have it open and i'll just kind of lean into it and just yeah yes now i will say ever since being pregnant some smells have changed for me oh okay smells that i used to be okay with i want to vomit and die now Interesting. I, from pregnancy on like there's things i just i'm like no i i snapped back after pregnancy because like when i was pregnant i could not i could not handle raw meat oh uh, mm, mm. <laughs> oh, oh she's going i can't i can't I don't like to touch it i don't like to look at it too long especially like hamburger meat yeah I'm, that's fair. Like I, I can handle it now, but when, but no, when I was pregnant, I, I could not. Yeah. I could not. I, I, I'm weird with chicken. I've been, I think we've talked about this before. I used to like be a chicken, like I love chicken so yeah. good. And there's still certain chicken things I can have. Sure, chicken tenders. A lot of chicken tenders <laughs> are my friends. Breaded chicken, I'm, I'm good. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm, but sometimes look. <laughs> and like <laughs> when you get like the gristly oh sure sure the sinew and stuff mm-hmm. yeah it's still gross and I don't like how it looks and I freak out <sighs> I'm going to therapy it's fine <laughs> yeah and therapy's going well obviously obviously because well, at least now you can talk about the raw chicken without <laughs> gaggy oh wait hold on <laughs> <laughs> it's, fine. it's fine ooh yeah. Bobby pin. Here you go. Oh, thank, thank, 
Thank you. <laughs> That's one thing I was like, I mentioned yesterday, I was like, yeah, it's a good thing I have short hair with Bruce because there's not bobby pins all over the floor. Because just bobby pins fall out of my head. Oh. You know, or sometimes they'll be stuck in there and, and I forget, forget that they're them? there. Because I, I've, like, gone through and, like, okay, that's 20 bobby pins. They should all be out now. And I'm, like, Seven more mid in the shower. And I'm, like, oh, look, there's three more. <laughs> yeah, things would get lost in my hair. Oh, I, I don't have that issue. I, I have, I, I finally am having healthy hair. Yeah. And I got a lot of it. Yeah. But it's thin. Yeah. And it does not, nothing stays in there. No. You got to lock them. Yeah, no. I'm going to have to teach you how to lock a bobby pin. Okay. Yeah. No, <laughs> there's a way. I mean, it, it it literally goes into your scalp. Oh. Partially into your skull and touches your brain just a smidge. Just pigeon. a little tippy tap? Mm-hmm. That's fine. But it, you know, it activates certain things in your brain that you never knew you had. Oh, that's how I'm going to get superpowers. Or also you may lose speech for a day. It's fine. I'll look pretty. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> like watching uh, admission. I watch Grey's Anatomy. I love it. Sometimes I don't even pay attention to it. It's just noise and I like it. Several million other Americans. It's fine. Yeah. Uh, But my favorite ones are when they're doing like the brain surgeries Mm -hmm. and they're like, oh, we got to touch here and see if they're okay. And they're all like, they got like a guitar in the operating room and the so-and-so is playing the guitar and all of a sudden they're all like, they're like, oh, don't touch there no more. Love that shit. I like how you can handle that, but not raw chicken boobs. <laughs> I mean, they're not showing the brain. Oh, okay. And yes, I can watch Guts more than I can watch see raw food. That's funny. Yeah. Hmm. And our friend Alyssa. Yes. She can't do blood. Nothing. She's big chicken. Aren't you, Alyssa? Bark, 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 bark. <laughs> that, I, that's. That's not true, Alyssa. Like, I I'll be like, oh, you gotta watch the show. Never mind, there's blood in it. That's fine. That's fine. I had the same conversation with Joe about ghosts in uh, The Haunting of Hill House, because I'm still not sure if I want to watch it or not. And he's did like, you, there's a lot of ghosts. Did you watch Sabrina? Watched the first episode. It's very good. Thoughts? Very, very good so far. It is very woke. Mm-hmm. It is, uh, uh, it is not, it is for the modern era. Yes. Um, you cannot be an Archie Bunker and want to watch this show. <laughs> <laughs> no. no. Um, uh, I will say it's a little like, uh, you know, like the, I don't know, the stigma of like the devil and the dark magic and yeah. it, it plays a lot that way. Yeah. But... It's like creepy Riverdale. Too. It it is creepy Riverdale, and God, oh, I got my fingers crossed. Judging by what's going on in this current season of Riverdale, I'm watching. I'm watching. If y'all are watching, uh, oh God, I want there to be a crossover. I know, I know. The producers said they're not they're not going to touch. I realize that, but Riverdale is setting some stuff up that could feasibly touch Sabrina. Just saying. Just saying. Well, yes, yes, because uh, I don't think you, I don't think it was in the first episode. In one of the three that I watched, they do actually mention the words Riverdale. <gasps> I just got so excited. I'm downloading all the rest of the episodes to watch at work tomorrow. Ooh. I'm gonna put all my podcasts on hold and burn through this show because it's, it's so good. Yeah, yeah, it's it's pretty cool. It's real cool. Anyways. Hey. 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 You know what else is cool? What, Krishana? 
our podcast called What's in the Queue. <gasps> With Krishan and Emily. Oh, wait, we already said that. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's a thing that we do weekly, and it's kind of fun. Yeah. Yeah. Um, side note. So I told you how behind I am in MFM, right? Yeah. I just recently got to the point where um, they're having their own podcast network. Uh-huh. <laughs> and I was like, what? Oh, I volunteer for tribute. <laughs> oh, why not us? Hello? Who do we email? Uh, I, let's find Karen, out. Karen, Georgia. Don't, don't yell. Karen, Georgia. <laughs> there you go. That's better. <laughs> Love you. <laughs> Slightly worship. I did start following the hashtag my favorite murderer um, hashtag on yeah. on Instagram, and y'all are delightful out there. There's oh. some good stuff out there. Yes. Yeah. Do we have our own murderino thing here in the fort? If I don't not, know. If not, let's be in charge. We should, we should start that. Maybe that'll lead us to being on their podcast. Let's over. make another hobby with homework for ourselves. Excellent. <laughs> <laughs> That's mm. right, you chug that apple pie flavored wine. Let's get that apple wine. So, this week's selection comes from Emily. You're fucking welcome. Um, I I learned about this documentary on Shocker last podcast on the left. Mm-hmm. Um, Zabrowski and and Parks were going on and on about how how much they loved it, and the subject of the documentary even contacted them and said hey thanks for the shout out i love your show awesome um yeah like it was, a, it was a fun little moment uh years ago this is the curse of the man who sees ufos uh-huh um it follows uh christo Ro- i don't know how to pronounce his last name ruffalo i think is how you pronounce his last name it's like ruffalo but not ruffalo i don't know i thought it was ruffalo I, I didn't write it down. It's Ropolo. There you go. Thanks. Look, I said a last name. Hopefully correctly. You did, I think. Uh, yeah, it's filmmaker Justin Gar. He probes the odd but intriguing mind of longtime UFO videographer Christo Ropolo and shares footage from his many UFO sightings. That's the description. That, okay. That is such a basic description. That does not do it justice. Mm-mm. Uh, because, I mean, this is this is a profile of Christo. We really get to dive into his life as uh, as an artist, as a musician, as a U- an uh, amateur ufologist. Is it UFO? I never remember how to say it. Is it ufologist? I don't think he's an amateur. Ufologist? ufologist. Oh, you, you would consider him professional? I don't think he's... I, but look. I don't think he's part of MUFON. Based on how many UFOs he has, and I'm assuming all people that are really down with UFOs are like him, I would say he's the leader. I would say, I would say his strength is his technological background. Yeah. Um, because he he's very well versed with cameras and, and video recording, and I mean, that's part of like his job that he does and he he's got some really impressive footage yeah like well my favorite part was the very beginning (laughs) tell me about the beginning krishana so this documentary opens we are in uh pacific grove california and christo is driving to this golf course 
um, describing this time when he saw this UFO um, that made his bowels start jangling fiercely and it made him sh go have to shit by a tree in a dumpster. Um, and then he said he had to remove his undies and he still had drizzles of poopy going down his thighs. My favorite part of this whole documentary. You know, I'm starting to notice a trend about you after this McAfee documentary. <clears throat> you like poop talk. <laughs> <laughs> I like it extra because I have a friend that vomits when you say poop. Poop. She's listening. Oh, I was going to say, do they, do they listen? Poop, poop. Okay, well, now that we've, okay, that listener's down. Um, like, no, okay, so, Christo has been seeing UFOs, experiencing unidentified flying objects, experiencing some weird shit, man. Yeah. In his words. Uh, since he was eight years old in Cleveland. Um, he said that Bullwinkle pulled up in a white flashing ambulance, uh, said that he was going to get a pinch on the nose and it was going to hurt, but it was going to be okay. Uh, when he came to, Bullwinkle and the ambulance were gone. His parents were running in, flipping on the lights. His little toddler brother was taking all of the dirty diapers out of the diaper catcher and just smearing them on the window. As if to, as he says, to block something out so that something couldn't see it. That's two poop references in less than five minutes. You're welcome, Krishana's friend. <laughs> um... Yeah, I mean, he just seems to always uh, have been around these UFO sightings. Um, he has hours and hours and hours of footage of all different kinds. Um, he has some names. Um, light ships um, are balls in the sky that rotate colors. Um, there's jellyfish that are like multicolored and they're strange shapes. Um, there's a uh, Mr. Stinkleberries, another personal favorite. Um, and then there's the Eggman, who's the orange bulb, which it kind of seems like Eggman is one that's hugely reoccurring throughout this whole thing. Yeah, I mean, over over the years, he has seen the same types of unaccounted for flying objects unidentified flying objects, he has seen the same types over and over and over again. Mm -hmm. And what, okay, so what, what I love about Christo is that literally everywhere he goes, he brings up UFOs. He brings up the idea of UFOs. Yeah, he does. And what I'm trying to figure out is, does he have the uncanny ability to draw other people's stories out of them? Or does everyone who has a UFO story do they just are they just dying to tell the story at any given moment? I think so because have you ever met somebody who's seen a UFO? No, no, no. Hi. Oh, what? <laughs> oh my God! No, tell me everything. Uh, I'm um, dying to see a UFO. I I want to. Yes, I have a story about a UFO. When you're done. Okay. About what I want. So I'll tell you the really cool one. Um, my mom. And I were in Florida, and I had a friend with me, and we stayed at, like, this cool, funky, old, like, condo hotel place, because we stayed in Old People's Land in Fort Lauderdale. What up? Um, and my mom awoke me and my friend to this white, like, ball. It was, I want to say about the size of a cue ball. Okay. 
and it, I, you know, this is what my mom's telling me before, like I woke up what she saw. It was like coming, she saw it like coming down and it like, there was like a little kitchen part in this hotel room and it like came through because it was like, you know, the old slat windows that you just like opened and then like, it was like open. It like kind of like came in the window a little bit, went back out and then it was like pop and it was gone. What? Yeah. And I woke up at the pop. What? Yeah. That was loud. Isn't that crazy? And I know my mom's seen other UFOs. Uh, She's seen other ones. I can't remember good enough to tell the stories. I'll have to ask again about those. But oh my god, Mm -hmm. dude, I am dying to see a UFO. I want to see. Okay, me too. Me too. Me too. Like I want to be like, oh, what I want is Mm -hmm. I want an alien species to come to Earth and to love humans as much as we love cats. Yeah. And like make funny videos of us and like I like I wanna be an alien's cat. Yeah. I wanna be an alien's pet. I'm kinda into it. Yeah. I'm down. I discussed this with a friend and he was like, No, that's crazy. Why? I that's what I said. Like this is Unless gra- they're of a culture that eats cats. Fair. But I'm thinking because like we don't eat cats. Right. So like just love us and snuggle us. And I just like, want, like, high fives. Yeah, with, like, little high, alien high fives. Do you think but, it like, would be, like, scratches? gooey and, like, suction cuppy? I mean, I'd be fine with it. And one of my favorite alien UFO movies is the um, Fire in the Sky. I still haven't seen that. What? I know. Dude, it's so messed up. It's so good. Even for our old, low-budget, cheesy movie. Dude. So the other night, I was waiting for American Horror Story to come on, yeah. and they had uh, Independence Day Resurgence, or whatever the uh, sequel yeah. was on, and it was so bad that I went and looked up President Bill Pullman's speech <laughs> from the first one, just to, like, wipe the taste out of my mouth, because it was just, it was so awful. God, it was awful. Yeah. I mean, even that one's now cheesy. Yes, yeah, the special effects. But it's hold just, up. It's, it's such good, a good movie. Though. It's such just, a good movie. Uh... Hey, so oh, yeah, we were talking Christo. about this dude, Christo. Well, I'm like, I don't, I don't want to go through like every yeah. sighting that he has. Like, you guys, no. you guys just literally have to watch this documentary. Yeah, but At... like, Christo's, Christo's personal story is, is crazy to me. It's very interesting. It's sad, too. especially if it's all true. Yeah. Yeah. Which, I mean, what um, uh, Justin, the filmmaker, said, you know, some of the things that he could look into and check out, like, checked out. Yeah, well, like, like Christo had had the opportunity to make two horror films. Yeah. Uh, and then his brother stole all his money. Yeah. And he had the love of his life. And then she got sick and died. Yeah. And the big thing was the brother and the mother... Um, you know, he was like, she needs this money to get the surgery or whatever to help her. And they were like, nah. Mm, yeah, I don't think so. Yeah. And that's you rough. Know, okay. There comes a point towards the end of the documentary where Christo may or may not be as reliable a narrator as we want him to be. Yeah. Especially because, like, he's he's just a weird dude, man. Like, he's cool. And he's eccentric. And he's sometimes really funny. And, you know, he seems like he'd be 
cool to maybe have a beer with, but, like, there's a point in the documentary where the way, like, his mom writes him a letter, wrote him a letter, like, the last, last contact he's ever had with his brother and his mother. Yeah. She writes him a letter, and she's like, uh, you know, I, I like, kind of like, I don't know why you're so mad that your brother took control of your finances for you. Right. And I'm like, what? Right. And that is the thing. There's always two sides to every story. Yeah. Um, and who knows what, what it is because maybe that's what the brother told the mom. Mm-hmm. I mean, one never knows. They're yeah. the ones that know. Yeah. We're, and, we're never going to, like, all, yeah. all, all we, all we have is, is Christo's story. Yeah. Because this is, this documentary is Christo's story. Yeah. And I will say he must be doing at least okay because he's got some pretty tight electronic equipment. He makes some pretty crazy jams that I'm down for. I would like to do that. And I like that he does like, you know, doing like the blood work and like, I love funky artsy people like that. Even though you're like, I don't want you to know where I live. Cause at the, (laughs) okay. So he's got these neighbors. (laughs) Um, Uh, Steve, Steve and Lawrence. Steve and Lawrence. And he had them on there talking about uh, an experience where Christo was like out on his back patio or whatever seeing this ufos and so did the neighbors right so but then since then you see him later filming uh ufos again and he's like yelling at the top of his lungs for his neighbors to come out and i'm like does he do that every night i could see that being an every night occurrence honestly yeah yeah and that would be annoying that would get annoying um (laughs) But got nothing but love for you, Christo. Well, he's got a sushi roll named after him, so obviously, like, yeah. he's doing and okay. And it's really cute looking, too. It is got little, like, little, like little jalapeno yeah. UFOs on it. Yeah. yeah. It's pretty cute. That's so cute. And, can I just say, this made me want to move out to... Uh, Mo- oh, to Monterey? Yeah. Yeah, it's gorgeous. Wow. The only reason I knew it was gorgeous, because uh, that's where they set Finding Dory. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> that was a cartoon, though, did you know? Yeah. Yeah, but it was a Pixar cartoon, so it means it's screen accurate. Oh, my bad. <laughs> Duh. Jeez. Uh, <laughs> oh. Yeah, he does engineering and sound design. Um, He was in some bands. Uh, Now, I'm confused with his friend. Was his friend in the MPAA band, or was that Christo? No. Oh, well, Dennis, I believe Dennis and Christo were both in My Prick Against Your Ass, uh, the punk rock band from the, uh, looked like late 80s, early 90s. I'm like, are they tapping into our wavelengths for our punk rock band names? Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, (laughs) Four Blonde Witches, here we come. Yes. So, basically, uh, and, okay. Well, okay, what was your, what was your favorite video footage of Christos that they showed? Um, well, the triangle ones are very interesting. Yes. And the ones that were, like, iridescently, like, multicolored, like, one Flying looked Christmas like trees. a yeah. dong or something. Or, I did see a dong one. I saw um, a jellyfish-looking one. Yeah, those ones were super cool-looking. Um, but, all right, here's my doubt part. Okay. Like, I totally want to believe. Okay. If, um, he can make a movie or two and he's got really nice equipment, Mm. why is it still shaky as fuck? 
and not that great. I think that's the difference between photographing real life and special effects. Yeah. Yeah. Well, no, because like I mean, like, but still, like you saw his camera, like he had a kind of nice, yeah, super no. nice, like. I want to say professional grade. Uh, yeah, no, I would say I. I would. Yeah, I would. But I'm just yeah. like, at this point, he should be able to stay still because it's not like oh, the first time he saw a UFO and he's like, oh my god, there's a freaking UFO. Yeah, but like he's seen them like thousands of times. Think about how excited he still gets every time he sees one. Though. I mean, it's true, and I still want to believe, and they are very interesting. Yeah, like the triangle ones, especially when it was like. They all three, like, moved at the same time. Yeah. Um, very interesting. My kid liked that one. She yeah. thought that was cool. I was, you know, <clears throat> I, I'm sure that we are not the only things rocking out in this oh. huge, never-ending universe of yeah. ours. Be pretty selfish if we thought we were. Right. Do they give two shits about us? That I don't know. See, okay, so that's where it all falls apart for me. Yeah. Because I, I know humans have always had the idea that we're special and that we were created for we're special reasons. We're, we're not. Like, we're just some organisms on a dust rock. Yeah. Flying through the galaxy. Yeah. Do I think um, the military has some probably super cool things that we don't know about? Oh, let's talk, let's talk about that real quick. Because... Okay. I know, just from when I was in several years ago, we have riot control gear that blasts sonic waves that can make you poop your pants. Yeah, I knew that. Like, so, this is Monterey. Did you just hear the military knocking on the door downstairs? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I mean, no, but this is is Monterey. Like, there are naval bases up up and down California. Oh, yeah. Like... I can see a lot of that being test gear. Right, because when would you want to test it so the public's not, look at that. Yeah. You do it at night. Sure. And you can always go, that's a fake video, that's a plane, that's a da-da-da. Yeah. You know? I well, mean, and, and our, it, we denied our, our stealth planes for a very long time. We denied the NSA existence. Yeah, I mean... <laughs> Hello. Like, yeah, no, I We're know. liars. I, do I want it to be aliens? Absolutely. Yes. Do I know that it's aliens? I don't know. I don't know. Occam's Razor says, eh, it's probably just us fucking around with test equipment. Yeah. But. Did we get that from outside of our plum opt? Normally, I hate that excuse. I, I, okay, here, okay, so here's, here's anthropologist Emily coming out. Okay. I hate in particular, the ancient aliens theory. I hate it so much. I love it. I hate it because it smacks of colonialism. It's basically people saying, well, there's no fucking way those brown people ever built anything that cool. Obviously, it was aliens because Europeans weren't building it for them and brown people can't build cool stuff. Mm-hmm. That's why I hate the ancient aliens theory. Well, I think the ancient aliens part is interesting because if you look at all these super old religions and stuff, a lot of it is this something came down from the sky. Agreed. Thing. Agreed. Yes. That, you know, they weren't talking to each other. No, there's a lot of commonalities. I will I will concede that. Yes. Uh, yes you yes, know, yes. so I think it at, 
at the very least, it's interesting and possible. Yes. Now, do I think that aliens themselves built the pyramids? No. I think humans definitely figured out how to build it for themselves. But of course. I just... I... You don't think a cute little flying saucer was, like, picking up the blocks and, like... Yeah, no. I don't I don't think an alien booped it into existence. <laughs> do you think that our evolution came from an alien mating with our... Our, um... Homeopapapapasus. My mind just melted. That's, a, that's okay. Literally Wait. right now. Are, are you talking about, like, Homo erectus? Or are you talking about... Like... Our, our our most recent past common ancestor? Yes. Okay. Or even before. I mean, really. Sure. Are we... Like, did that... Is that when it was... Ooh, well, what's, uh, what's all these little furry things running around? I want to have sex with it. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I mean, th- there is the theory of, uh, what is it? Is it, uh, panspermia where, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, um, where, we're basically like, uh, organic, organic single celled organisms. Maybe were on some sort of asteroid smacked into earth and then found the right conditions in which to be yeah. fruitful and multiply yeah. basically. Uh, I mean, yeah, there's, there's that theory. Do I think it would be fun. I, I also think it would be fun. I, I, I would, I wouldn't mind. I wouldn't mind finding out that we were, uh, you know, some hybrid babies from a couple different... Or I would be fine. I'd be fine. Okay, listen. I want all of this to be true. Right, right, right. Do I think it's true? Maybe. I don't know. Kind of? I don't know. Like, it was like the the teenage alien that was, like, really pissed at his parents, and he was like, screw you guys, I'm out of here, and he, like, takes off in the galaxy, and then he's like, oh, shoot, I'm running out of space gas. Oh, I'm going to land on this blue planet. Ah, uh, crash landing. Boop. I'm trapped here. Oh, I'm bored. I'm going to jizz into this river. Yeah. Oh. Hmm? Whoa. Mm-hmm. And then his parents finally found him. They're like, get you your mother-loving ass back up in this shit. Busted, mister. Busted. He was like, busting all these nuts. <laughs> Spit it back in your cup. Spit it back in your cup. Do it. <laughs> no, I swallow. <laughs> just saying oh so anyways we believe what crystal's saying in a i way. do okay i believe that crystal believes i believe that he sees something yes i believe it, that there is some trippy shit out there in the sky uh, listening to his story about his first experience ever yeah is very common with uh, other abduction stories about yeah. how you know like the human the human brain can only process so much so if you don't understand what you're seeing, you're going to supplement mm-hmm. what you're seeing with something you do understand. So mm-hmm. it would make sense for an eight-year-old to see Bullwinkle standing in front of him instead of some sort of tall, big-eyed right. alien. Right. Did I ever tell you the really creepy thing that my kids said when they were really little? Mm, you're gonna? So. <laughs> I'm so. I know. I'm too scared to even say it because it's so crazy. You can stay here tonight. It'll be fine. Oh my god. So my oldest talks about this lady that had long black hair that came, I I believe she said something like came from the moon and came into their room and that she was there to protect them. And 
then there was this creepy, scary thing banging on the window. No! And she made it go away. And she said that she was there to protect them. And... Oh, <laughs> like, God. Oh, but my leg God. hair just grew like three inches <gasps> from that. I shaved today. I forgot about it until this oh, moment. God. Well, that's definitely better than my kid uh, seeing pictures of deceased family members and saying, oh, no, I saw them in outer space. Oh, girl, if we <laughs> want to talk ghosts. We're going to need some ghost documentaries soon. Like, this is ba- this is basically our... Like, I feel like we yeah. should just stop here and start telling ghost stories, and then we can have, like, a bonus, a bonus Halloween-y episode of We could do that. Shit. All right, hey, we're going to get out of here. Okay, we're going to go, we're going to, well, hold on. We gotta no, okay, bye. No, we have no. to do the outro. I'm we're scared gonna, now. We're going to, we're going to go talk some ghost stories. You guys, seriously, please go watch Curse of the Man Who Sees UFOs. Yes. Uh, really, the big question is, is he crazy because he sees UFOs, or does he see UFOs because he's crazy? Like, yeah. Judge, and I think he's a whole yourself. lot of fun. I think he is a whole lot of fun. I think he's probably intense. I would not want to be his neighbor if nope. only for all the sound generation that he makes with his art. But I do dig that. I just wouldn't I want it, it blaring at like three in the morning. Exactly. But he seems like he... No, no, he definitely plays music at three in the morning. Yeah. Christo, you're a really cool dude. Yeah, we, we like you. We really, really like you. I loved hearing your story. Yeah. Um, and Justin, thank you for telling a really good story. Yeah, hell yeah, dudes. Yeah. Uh, if you guys have seen a documentary that you think we would like... Uh, let us know. Yeah, do it. Uh, have you watched Sabrina? Tell me about Sabrina. <laughs> but, like, wait till I watch it first. But then tell me about it. And then we'll talk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, follow us on social media. It's bullshit. We're going to watch the world burn down together. <laughs> uh, and we love you. Love you. Keep bye. All right. Bye. Bye.